0: Welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual travel podcast from Beyond Experiences. My name is Anand. I have Rashmi here with me to speak about a part of Norway. Hi, Rashmi. Hi. Which part of Norway are we going to speak about today?
1: Norway is a large country and Norway is known for the Northern Lights. Norway is known for the Midnight Sun. And Norway is also known for its beautiful landscape. Uh, Today, I'll keep the focus on... Uh, Norwegian summer or a uh, summer vacation in Norway so we will be discussing what are the different things or experiences that are there for uh, travelers during summer months in Norway.
0: Ah that's an interesting way of looking at it. Parts of Norway that you could visit during summer nice. I've been to Norway a few times and uh, uh, every time I've been there, I've gone during winters, I think. I, I love this—the the, the, the ice, the snow, the northern lights and all of that. And uh, um, the northern parts of Norway are like fabulous for these kind of things. But which parts of Norway are uh, great for the summer?
1: Actually, there are a lot of cities that one should visit, uh, given, of course, uh, the flexibility of time. Uh, but basis is my travel experiences. I would like to highlight some of the places that I thought were really amazing and should be a part of the plan if you're visiting this country. Uh, like I said, it's a very large country, so you have to uh, plan your travel a little in advance. It's well connected. There are a lot of uh, options to reach uh, different cities. But even then, a little bit of planning will help because different people have different kind of interests. So um, this is that one can tie it up.
0: Sounds good. Where do we start?
1: So let's start with the capital city, Oslo. Uh, Oslo, of course, is one of the largest, you know, capital cities in the world. Uh, but what's interesting about this place is uh, only twenty percent of this uh, uh, land mass has buildings and constructions, etc. Seventy to eighty percent of the city is parks, uh, forests, hills, lakes, etc. So that makes it a very lovely place to you know walk around to explore. Uh, great tram services. The public transport system in Oslo is great, so you can take the bus, you can take the tram, and you know move around the city. So, if you are traveling to Norway, uh, especially from India, Oslo is uh, the international airport. Of course, there are other international airports also, but yeah, from a, a India point of view, I would say you'll end up landing in Oslo. The other places. Uh, in no particular order, of course, Uh, is Bergen. So Bergen is the second largest city of Norway. It's also known as the capital of fjords. Uh, what's interesting about this place is that, you know, if you say second largest city, uh, you expect some kind of urbanization or very different kind of a look. But it is actually a city which has all the charms of a small town, you know, cobbled roads, uh, very well preserved old houses, flower markets, the fjords all of it you can easily spend two to three days in the city in fact uh, this city has been uh, ranked as one of the most romantic destinations by lonely planet A lot of mountains are there so it makes it an ideal place for hiking uh, great museums and food scene is great in virgin so that's one place that should be in your itinerary it is a train ride away from Oslo and the train ride itself is very very scenic it's a six hours plus kind of a train ride but it is so scenic that you won't even feel that you know you were in the train for so long then there is Flam, Flam is uh, actually uh, very close to Virgin, so you can travel to Flam from Virgin via train and ferry or you can actually uh, get down at Miridal when you are traveling from Oslo and then change the line and go to flam So whichever option you want to plan. Again, a nice mountainous city known for uh, the mountain railway called Flamsbana. So this is something which should be there in the plan. The next city is uh, Stavanger. Stavanger is actually uh, very popular because of the Pulpit Rock. Uh, of course, made more famous by Mission Impossible. So. Some parts of Mission Impossible movie was shot there. However, if you look at this town, it has lots of history. The quirky museums, uh, some of the museums allow experiences to understand the fishing industry. So you can understand how these uh, canned fishes are, you know, uh, packed and dispatched, etc. There is a petroleum museum which talks about how Norway became a rich country after oil was discovered. You should also visit Trondheim. Uh, Trondheim uh, again is a, you know, six six and a half hours journey from Oslo. And this uh, train route again is very scenic. It passes through the mountain, uh, through these historic towns, and you can see the variations in the scenery once one is traveling from Oslo towards the city. So this is something that should be in your uh, plan, and you can easily spend two days. And then, of course, Tromso, if you are traveling in summer and you are keen on midnight sun. So, midnight sun is, again, a phenomena which can be witnessed from the Arctic cities. So, you have to be towards the north. So, in case you are very keen on it, so, uh, Tromso is one of the cities uh, which is great for experiencing midnight sun. Of course, there are other places also like Alta, like uh, North Cape, etc. But Tromso, compared to others, is very well connected. There are a lot of flights that... Uh, go from Oslo to Tromso. Uh, there are also flights from Bergen to Tromso. So, whichever way. It's a lovely small town, very different kind of a feel. A lot of other things to do. But if Midnight Sun is uh, in the plan, then you have to add one of the Arctic cities, and Tromso is a great option.
0: What are the standout experiences for the summer traveler to Norway? Mm-hmm.
1: Standout experiences, uh, let's start with the midnight sun, of course. So, uh, midnight sun, if you can time it uh, with your itinerary, then you have to, of course, keep the months in mind. So, for Tromso, it is between May to July if you really want to experience the midnight sun, or actually, you can join a hike in the night. Uh, A lot of local guides offer that. That's also a very a good experience, I would say. So, like I said earlier, you have to choose one of the Arctic cities. It could be Troms, it could be Alta, it could be Lofoten, uh, any of the cities. The other experiences, uh, uh, let's talk about Oslo first. So I think Vigilant Park was something which was really a standout for me. Now this Vigilant Park is actually one of the largest sculpture park in the world, right, by a single artist it has almost 200 odd pieces of sculpture so as it's also called the weird you know weird statues because uh, if you just go through the path you keep thinking that why are these these statues so weird but uh, when you spend some time and then you engage with the guide then you understand that this park is themed around the whole cycle of life it's about timelessness there is a wheel of life a sundial kind of thing which summarizes the uh, rest of the stuff which is around there. So it represents actually uh, eternity. So there are uh, human figurines, there are babies, uh, all floating in harmony. Then in Oslo, there is Viking Ship Museum, uh, which is uh, something very interesting. It talks about the Viking history of uh, the country. And uh, there are these large vessels which are on display. And fairly informative. They talk a lot about you know how was the life in Norway during the Viking period. Another place which I think everybody should uh, consider is the Opera House. So this is uh, a large Opera House. It is you know known for the Norwegian ballet. There is also a conducted tour by the employees of the Opera House. Uh, and they take you through the different kind of performances that have happened there in the past also. Of course, if there is a performance which is going on, it's not a bad idea to actually you know enjoy one opera show there. Oslo otherwise is also a great place to walk around. Uh, then there are the smaller things like Oslo uh, Fjord, etc. if you want to uh, explore the fjord. However, if you are going to any places like Bergen, etc., uh, I think it's fine because that's where the real is. Then there is Flamsbana. Flamsbana is this uh, Flam railway, which runs between Miradal and Flam. So this was uh, this is a UNESCO uh, heritage ride, and a lot of people have spoken about it. Uh, some artists have called it the most uh, romantic ride. Lonely Planet calls it's the best train ride, etc. It's, it's a mountain train ride, so that itself makes it very, very interesting. Uh, and what's very uh, special about this is that this is one hour long ride, and you know you are going from a steep slope to a deep valley to a mountain plateau. And when you are uh, going through this whole uh, train journey, you know you come across these beautiful waterfalls. There are tunnels, cliffs, so. The entire one hour is like packed with a lot of variations in the landscape and there is not a single moment which is dull and the train actually travels at a very slow pace. So you have enough time to, you know, if you're a photography enthusiast, you have enough time to capture a lot of uh, these great landscape. The windows on the train are large. So you get a good view of the Norwegian countryside, of the mountains, all of it. Then. Along with Flamswana, what you can also tie in is a viewpoint called Stegastin. It's in Flam again. So this is like a, you know, hanging platform looks like a hanging platform from the mountain cliff. So it's a great platform to get a good panoramic view of the whole town. So it almost gives you a feeling that, you know, you're floating above the fjord and the villages below. So anyways, if you're taking the Flam bana I think it's a good idea to tie in with this uh, uh, viewpoint, stagusting viewpoint. If you're making the journey from Burjan or if you need to come back, you can actually take a fjord from Flam and come back to Burjan. Uh, the other way is that while coming back from Oslo, you can get down, cover Flam first and then head to Burjan. So whichever way is your plan, uh, you should not miss these two. Then of course Burjan. Like I said, Burjan... The city itself, the stay itself there is a great experience. Uh, however, it's a gateway to Fjord. So uh, narrow Fjord is the narrowest fjord in the world. Uh, that fjord cruise, cruise is uh, extremely scenic. Then you have other fjords like Orland's Fjord. So you can plan uh, different kind of these uh, fjord expeditions. The funicular ride is uh, fairly popular there. Then the food scene in this city is really great. So this is something that you might want to explore, the street food options in the city.
0: Ah, yes, I remember this absolutely fabulous place. I don't remember the name of the place, but it's a record shop. It's a small uh, uh, bar, come record shop. So all along the walls, we have these uh, LP records, etc. of uh, very nice uh, uh, music of yesteryear, so to say this one. Oh, and there's a mural of of a of a suited uh, uh, Satan standing on one side, and all around it you have these bar tables and these bar stools, and very well equipped bar, and a uh, 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 very nice chap behind the bar. So uh, I went there with a friend and had a lovely evening in that place. I don't remember the name of the place, but if you hunt for it, you'll probably find it. Thanks. don't miss the place if you're in Bergen. Is my recommendation. Hunt for it;
1: it'll be worth it. The other interesting experience was actually in Stavanger. So Stavanger, of course, is known for the Pulpit Rock, and a lot of people who go to Stavanger they have Pulpit Rock in mind. The hike to Pulpit Rock, of course, is uh, something which is, uh, what should I say, a very very unique experience and something that one would want to pick off from their bucket list. So these are some of uh, the experiences uh, which were stand out for me. Especially summer, I am not talking about winter, so when there is winter then of course you have northern lights, you have the huskies, you have the reindeer uh, safari etc. So this is a completely uh, different experience of Norway where you are exploring the natural beauty, you are exploring the mountains, the fjords, the hikes and of course the midnight sun.
0: So how many days are uh, good enough to have a proper summer experience in Norway?
1: Actually, I would suggest uh, planning a ten to twelve days uh, for a good summer experience because we're talking about three to four cities. And especially if you are adding the uh, midnight experience, then you will end up staying two nights in Tromsville City. It's a lovely place. Uh, otherwise, uh, rest of the places, let's say if midnight experience is not in your mind then you can actually take a train from Oslo and then you can actually take ferries uh, from Bergen and cover the rest of the places because they're all in the same line. But yeah, I would suggest uh, budgeting for uh, 10 to 12 days, spend two, three days, minimum two nights actually, in each city, explore the place, explore the uh, natural attraction, explore the museums, explore the food, and have a relaxed vacation.
0: And what's a good time to travel here?
1: For summer, uh, between April to September, any time is good. The policing variable here, of course, will become the midnight sun because uh, different cities have uh, different time of the year for midnight sun. So for example, Tromso definitely is between May and July mid, uh, Lofoten will be something else. So you can look at that saying that where do you want to uh, experience the midnight sun experiences? And then rest of the places should be easy. And like I said, from Oslo, the communication to different uh, cities is very, very good. Uh, If you are very interested in uh, Norwegian cruise, you can actually add that also to the plan. I'm not saying do the whole uh, trip in a cruise. That's also, of course, an option, but then that doesn't give you the real feel of the place. I I think the real feel of the place comes uh, by staying there for a couple of days and exploring it on your own. However, what is interesting about these uh, ferries is that you can take uh, overnight rides or you can take uh, uh, one of the cities you can just cover by ferry and explore the uh, ferry route also and rest of the places can be covered by road or by train or by flight. So that's also another option.
0: Anything else that you suggest people keep in mind while traveling to Norway?
1: Uh, Yes, so Norway like any other Scandinavian country is very expensive. In fact, uh, it is, I think after Sweden, it's the most expensive place, uh, so things are not very expensive, uh, not very uh, economical, you know, we think it's Europe, so we end up comparing it with uh, Europe, but that's not the fact, It's everything is expensive here, so uh, the Euro doesn't work here, so you have to convert it to the Norwegian Kroner. So keep that thing in mind and ensure that you know you rely a lot on these uh, uh, 7-Eleven supermarkets to buy your stuff uh, rather than uh, trying to eat out at uh, you know restaurants all the time. Uh, explore the street food options in cities like Virgin, etc. Uh, and while it will be very very pleasant, there will be some places where it will get a little cold. So. Some amount of winter clothing has to be packed when you're traveling to that place. But be clear that it's an expensive destination. It will not be not like uh, the budget of traveling to a Italy or let's say a Germany or a France etc. It will be higher and if you want to have a good experience keep that in mind. The accommodation options are great. Uh, it's available for all types of travelers from your home stays to Airbnbs uh, to basic comfort hotels uh, to high end. So you can choose uh, what kind of option you would want to uh, explore. The other thing you should keep in mind is that uh, private transport is extremely expensive. Use public transport as much as possible. Also all these uh, sightseeing tours, the expeditions, the hike, etc., it's better to join a group tour. There are a lot of guides who organize these uh, small groups, you know, 8 to 14 people, etc. <laughs> it's good fun to travel with others. Uh, and also it's very, very comfortable on the pocket. So these are something that people should keep in mind.
0: Interesting, very interesting, this part of Norway is, uh, especially during the summers. Uh, Norway is a huge country, of course, uh, lots of other experiences. There's, there's Svalbard, which is out of the world. I've talked about it in one of the podcasts before. And uh, Kishan uh, talked about uh, his experience sighting the lights in Tromso and all of these places. So lots of it. It's, it's a lovely country, isn't it?
1: What we have restricted today is that I tried to keep the discussion focused around the places that I traveled uh, during a summer, one of my summer vacations in Norway. But yeah, there are other places and other experiences like Atlantic Road uh, or uh, the North Cape experience, which is very, very different from what we are uh, currently talking about.
0: Thanks, Rashmi. Thanks for dropping by to chat on, as you call it, the Norwegian summer.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Don't Trip on the Usual travel podcast from Beyond Experiences. Till the next episode, take care, stay safe, and whatever else you do, don't trip on the usual.